hearty fraternal greetings and good wishes to all the brothers and sisters who are gathered here by the will of the master to experience the december call 2015 the master was gathering the mediums during the december around 29th of december and was also gathering the mediums around 29th may the significance of which was explained to you on the very first day being the third month of the zodiac in the clockwise direction and also in the anti-clockwise direction the purpose being establishment of the principle of brotherhood and thereby experiencing the state of fulfillment these are the two most sacred words in the path of wisdom to experience the brotherhood of beings with the fatherhood of the lord himself and through establishing that truth of the brotherhood in us who should be able to fulfill ourselves to be standing in the light of the master we can stand in the light of the master only when we are firmly established in the principle of the brotherhood of the beings not only the brotherhood of the humans but the brotherhood of the beings we see from the lives of many masters of wisdom who treated a crow a deer a cow a dog a buffalo and the like on par with the humans had the <coughs> as equals to himself as equal to himself because as beings we are all one and we come from the same source of father mother the father mother principle is the is what we call god in creation beyond it is absolute that descends as father mother principle as male female principle god in creation is a male female principle it is neither male nor female it is both and they are they play equal role in maintaining this creation we too have to find that state of equality of male female in each one of us 
that the being and its nature shall have to be at level. Meeting level is important. Neither the nature dominates us, the nature within us. Neither does it dominate us, nor the being dominates the nature. Only to gain this understanding, the great progenitor of our race, that is the Manu, he decided upon a plan of a man and a woman living together. A man and woman living together should be able to adjust the woman and man and the man and woman. The woman and man has to be adjusted. The man and woman also has to be adjusted so that in each one of us there is as much female as female as male. <coughs> that we are not excessively male, we are not excessively female. We are not either excessively moving out nor we excessively withdrawing. We shall be at the golden middle path where he experienced the both sides of the being. So male-female is the ideal situation for a unit in existence because the very presiding deity is male-female. The sublime concept of Ardhanari exists in all theologies. In every theology we have Ardhanari meaning half male, half female. Nara and Nari in, in balance. That's how we see Shiva and Parvati, Lakshmi and Narayana, Saraswati and Brahma, Arundhati and Vasistha, Sita and Rama, and so on. Sichi and Purandara. These are all the, in the Indian way. So also if you go to Greece, they have the concept of Adonai. Adonai is nothing but Ardhanari, Ardhanari. <coughs> Male-female God, which is an ideal situation, creation. So also in the Jewish system there is the one God whom they call Jehovah, which is called Jehovah. Jehovah is Jehovah, meaning male-female. Everywhere when wisdom prevailed, they found the most ideal situation is to have a male-female state of being. That is the balanced state in us. And then the brotherhood of beings can be realized in, the, in every unit as this male-female existence. In all that we see, there is the male and the female. There is the, the existence and then the activity in its own way conducted with that existence as basis. The whole creation is a game of existence and awareness. Existence is called Shiva. Awareness is called Shakti. The activity is that of Shakti. And that activity is conducted upon the background of existence called Shiva. Just like there is so much of electronic activity with the 
న్యూట్రాన్ యాజ్ ది సెంటర్ ప్రోటాన్ బ్యాలెన్సింగ్ ఇట్ ఆన్ ది అదర్ సైడ్ టుడే వీ హ్యావ్ దిస్ అండర్స్టాండింగ్ థ్యాంక్స్ టు ది మోడర్న్ సైన్స్ బట్ ది సీఎస్ హ్యావ్ హ్యాడ్ దిస్ అండర్స్టాండింగ్ ఈవెన్ బిఫోర్ దే హ్యావ్ స్టేటెడ్ దట్ వాట్ ఎవర్ ఈజ్ ఇన్ ది క్రియేషన్ ఈజ్ ఆల్సో దేర్ ఇన్ ది ఐటమ్ వాట్ ఎవర్ ఈజ్ ఇన్ ది ఎంటైర్ కాస్మాస్ సేమ్ యాక్టివిటీ ఎగ్జిస్ట్ ఇన్ ది ఐటమ్ ఆల్సో దే సెట్ అనోరణీయాన్ మహతోమహీయాన్ బీట్ బీట్ ది కాస్మస్ బీట్ ది ఐటమ్ ఇట్స్ ది సేమ్ ప్రిన్సిపల్ మేల్ ఫీమేల్ మేల్స్ ఆర్ గివింగ్ ది సపోర్ట్ ఫీమేల్ గివింగ్ ది యాక్టివిటీ దెర్ ఇస్ యాక్టివిటీ అరౌండ్ ది పోల్ ఇనస్ విత్ ఇనస్ దెర్ ఈస్ ఎన్ యాక్సెస్ ఫ్రమ్ సహస్రాల టు మూలాధార ఇన్ దట్ దెర్ ఈస్ ది ఎగ్జిస్టెన్స్ అండ్ అరౌండ్ దట్ పోల్ దెర్ ఈస్ ది యాక్టివిటీ ఆఫ్ నేచర్ ఇన్ ఇట్స్ ఎయిట్ ఫోల్డ్స్ so what we need to understand through wisdom is to see that each one of us is male female each one of us is male female <clears throat> and we let the male female in us to find its harmony our nature cannot be a problem to us our nature cannot be a problem to the surroundings and when our nature is at quite tuned we can experience our existence when we are and our nature is at quite tuned only then we can experience our existence in its blissful state all that shakti does is around shiva shiva silently supports it so also the being in us is no other than a representation of shiva and he that state of beingness is considered to be most beautiful that is why he is called sundaram and it is that state of beingness is the truth that is why he is called satyam satyam means truth shiva means auspicious sundaram means beautiful <laughs> that state of beingness is what we need from that state the activity generates so the basis for all activity is in existence if we since we exist from time to time we are into activity since we exist from time to time into we are into activity and that activity takes to a triplicity and the triplicity has to be a, an equal activity ఇచ్చా జ్ఞానక్రియ ఆర్ వాయిస్ డైనమిజం అండ్ ఇనర్షియా షెల్ హ్యావ్ టు బీ అన్ ఈక్విలేటరల్ ట్రయాంగిల్ దే హ్యావ్ టు బీ ఇట్ షుడ్ బీ ఎ బ్యాలెన్స్డ్ ట్రయాంగిల్ దెన్ ది యాక్టివిటీ యూసెస్ ది జాయ్ వితౌట్ యాక్టివిటీ దెర్ ఇస్ నో బ్లిస్ దెర్ ఇస్ నో జాయ్ అండ్ విత్ యాక్టివిటీ దెర్ కెన్ బీ కాన్ఫ్లిక్ట్ ఆల్సో వెన్ బీ వెన్ వీ ఆర్ ఇంటూ ఏ గేమ్ దెర్ కెన్ బీ కాన్ఫ్లిక్ట్ but the joy is also when you play and the, the blissful state is when we get into joy the play and get back into original state therefore everything is into activity and again into rest into activity and into rest that's how alternatingly in creation 
the activity emerges and conducts and withdraws itself and remains in its source. That's how we have the activity of day and night. It is called the activity of dhāta and vidhāta. It is also called the activity of ayati and niyati. There are so many names given to it. It is also called the activity of aditi and diti. One is getting into expression <coughs> and being harmonious, blissful and composed and poised while in expression. It gives experience. Then there is a state of withdrawal from the whole thing and be within oneself and, and experience the state of samādhi. That's how there is... When you express there is ānanda, when you internalize there is ānanda. This is what is possible only when the male and female in us are balanced. When the male and female in us are balanced, we can very clearly see how is it balanced with the others. Not until then. When you are in a stable state, you can see how others are functioning, how stable are they or how unstable they are. When you are in the current of a river, you cannot see how much, how it is with the surroundings and with others, because you are yourself swept away by the sweep of the current. When you stand out of this current, then you can see how things are moving in the river. The beauty of the river and the beauty of the things that float on the river is, uh, is better experienced uh, when you stay aside from the current of the river. Staying aside from the current of the river is what we call stay balanced. If our nature sweeps away into emotions, into the different kinds of thoughts, and you lose the poise, then you have no experience of anything. Experience is possible only when the, the female principle is in action. When the female principle joins the male principle, absorbs into the male, then there is uh, no such thing as experience. That's why though people use one word, very frequently that word is not a valid word. People speak of spiritual experience. Spiritual, when you are spiritual, there is no experience. When you become spirit, you are just the one and there is no other. When there is no other to relate to, there is no experience. That's why you can experience the spirit and yet in a state of balance, where you can be two, meaning pure consciousness, experiencing the pure existence. You have to be in the state of consciousness to experience. In sleep there is no experience. In deep sleep there is no experience. In the awakened state there is experience. In dream there is experience. And there is a state which is, which is not yet very familiar to us. You are neither in this dream nor you are in the awakened state nor you are in the sleep where you are musing with the existence, being yourself pure consciousness. You would be pure consciousness musing with experience. That is what is called 
శివ తాండవ విత్ పార్వతి అండ్ శివ ఇన్ డాన్స్ ఆర్ రాధా అండ్ కృష్ణ ఇన్ డాన్స్ దట్స్ హౌ ఇట్ ఇస్ ఎక్స్ప్లెయిన్ బికాస్ ది ది కాన్షియస్నెస్ ఈజ్ ఎవర్ ఫ్లోయింగ్ ఇట్ ఈస్ కాల్ అనపగామిని ఇట్ ఈస్ ఎన్ ఎవర్ ఫ్లోయింగ్ ఎనర్జీ విచ్ ఈస్ అరౌండ్ ఇట్స్ ఓన్ బేసిస్ సో ఆల్సో వీ కెన్ ఎక్స్పీరియన్స్ ది మేల్ ఫీమేల్ ఇనర్స్ ఇన్ ఎ మ్యానర్ దట్ ది మేల్ ఇనర్స్ ఈజ్ ఎక్స్పీరియన్స్డ్ బై ది ఫీమేల్ యు ఆర్ ది కాన్షియస్నెస్ దట్ కెన్ ఎక్స్పీరియన్స్ ది ఎక్సిస్టెన్స్ ఆర్ ది ట్రూత్ ఇన్ యూ దట్ ఈస్ కాల్డ్ ది బ్లిస్ఫుల్ స్టేట్ ఆఫ్ ఎక్సిస్టెన్స్ దట్ ఈస్ కాల్డ్ సబీజ సమాధి సవికల్ప సమాధి వేర్ యు ఆర్ మ్యూజ్డ్ విత్ ఎక్సిస్టెన్స్ విత్ ఇన్ యూ దట్ స్టేట్ ఈస్ కాల్డ్ ది స్టేట్ ఆఫ్ అర్ధనాది వెన్ దిస్ స్టేట్ ఈజ్ ఎస్టాబ్లిష్ లేటర్ మేనిఫెస్టేషన్స్ వుడ్ బీ ఇన్ ఏ పాయిజ్డ్ మేనర్ దేర్ ఫోర్ యోగా రికమెండ్స్ దట్ వీ గెట్ ఇన్ టు దట్ స్టేట్ when we speak of being when we speak of the being a being is a double it is existence awareness it is existence and awareness that's why we say a being is none other than a pulsating consciousness that two two in one the the activity emerges and merges emerges and merges emerges and merges understand this from existence it emerges and it cannot get away from existence it is so dear to the pure consciousness it once again merges and again it emerges and again it merges that is what exactly happens as pulsating principle the mother and the father principle are the male and the female principle they are so inseparable as much as it emerges so much it merges that's the original state of the being that it emerges and merges emerges and merges emerges and merges that's how there is centripetal and centrifugal functioning of the principle of the being that is why all scriptures relate the being to a flying bird it is considered to be a flying bird because there are the wings that expand and again contract expand and contract expand and contract that is essentially what we are with this expansion contraction continuously happening we are in existence when the when this activity merges into existence there is no activity there is no activity so we should first realize in the very first session this is the fifth session now we are working out in this group life in the very first session the thought of brotherhood was dropped into our group isn't it so the very first session i said learn to be a being recognize the being that you are and recognize the being in all it's not the brotherhood means not just a small group trying to make a mental concept out of it 
and then try to live with all kinds of differences. Isn't it? Whenever we tend to build a brotherhood, there are more conflicts than harmony. There are differences, isn't it? Differences do exist beyond this pure state of consciousness. Because their outlet is eightfold nature. Unless in the eightfold nature you build things in tune with the bigger system, you cannot have the related harmony. So basically to recognize brotherhood is to recognize the being as it exists in all. Every unit is a being. It consists of the male-female principle and it has its pulsation. That's essential. The other layers are different. We are different in certain aspects. We are essentially common in one aspect. The essentiality is the pulsating principle. And the pulsation is there in animate things and in inanimate things. In inanimate things you can see pulsation if you have the eye of the seer. A seer is one who can see through, who has the insight. Insight. Sight is one thing, insight is another thing. Insight enables you to see through and see the detail. From sight to wisdom and from wisdom to insight there are the steps. Sight is represented by the left eye, wisdom is represented by the right eye, and insight is represented by the third eye according to wisdom. Until the third eye is opened, third eye does not mean a physical eye. The third eye is nothing but jnana. <coughs> jnana is called the third eye. And the one who has it completely established in him is whom we call Shiva. That's why he is said to be carrying the third eye. That means it's an embodiment of knowledge. So when the insight is built, then you can see the pulsation in every form. In every form. Most of us chant Purusha Suttam, where we say Sasana, Nasane, Abhi, isn't it? That which is animate becomes inanimate, that which becomes inanimate turns out to be animate. The whole thing in creation. Animate things tend to be inanimate, inanimate things tend to be animate. Like that it is alternatingly beings are brought into the two states. That's how it is said. So there is pulsating principle in the atom, as I said, which is now, need not be explained with so much uh, intellectual uh, acrobat because already the science made it clear to people. <coughs> there is so much activity in the atom. And all forms are made up of atoms only. So in every atom there is that activity and that existence existence. And in the where there is a an aggregation of atoms, there again there is a form in which there would be a central activity. In every form there is a centralized pulsating principle. To relate to that centralized pulsating principle is what is called relating to the heart. 
we say we should function from the heart and from heart to heart we relate, isn't it? Heart does not mean physical heart in scriptures. Heart means the pulsating principle that functions in every being, that is the heart. Heart is called in Sanskrit Hridayam. Hridayam. Hridayam means etymologically Hrit ayam means here I am. Hridayam means here I am. That I am which we have been speaking yesterday evening. If you wish to relate to the divine, it is in that the principle that conducts this centripetal and centrifugal functioning in every form is what exactly is God. Here I am. If you wish to see me, here I am. I am behind this activity. I am behind this activity. So relating to the heart means relating to this pulsating principle in the mineral, in the plant, in the animal, in the human in the devas, in the planets, in all varieties of devas. Without this nothing is in action. Nothing is in activity. When this is withdrawn, the whole creation is withdrawn. When this principle is withdrawn from this body, you are out of this body, but you are there. You continue to exist. You continue to exist eternally as a pulsating being. Jivatman means the pulsating being. Paramatman is the bigger one, whose pulsation exists as our pulsation in us. There is what is called the, the breath of the Lord. He, as He exhales, the whole creation happens. As He inhales, the whole creation withdraws into itself. So also, when we inhale, we are inhaling the Divine into us. When we exhale, we are joining the Divine. When we inhale, we are inhaling the Divine into us. When we exhale, we are joining the Divine. There was a question, is it this way or the other way? Do we meet the Divine as you inhale? It is not the right understanding. The right understanding is you are inhaling that which is surrounding you, the omnipresent one, into you. When you exhale, you are meeting him by reversing the direction. That's how through Om, as we, through exhalation we utter Om. And as the Om is uttered, you move from center to center and even move out of Sahasrara and meet the Divine around you. And again when you inhale, you inhale the Divine in you. Each time you inhale the Divine in you, you are reinforced. Each time you exhale, you go and join Him, so that you establish a permanent contact with the Divine around you, with the Divine in you, with yourself so that you are in eternal contact. That's how the practice is. <coughs> so therefore, seeing this being in all, seeing this being in all, 
is the only way to establish the brotherhood. At mental level you cannot establish brotherhoods. With uh, when you are at the mental plane, or when you are the, with, at the emotional plane, or at the physical plane, you cannot establish brotherhood because mind is meant to divide and know. Mind is meant to analyze and to understand. Understanding is different from experiencing. They are two different things. Understanding could be a means to experience. Experience can, experiencing can be there even without understanding. This is where men who are excessively mental oriented are unable to experience. People who have the heart can experience straight. People who do have more mind than heart cannot experience because the heart is not yet open. Experience belongs to the heart, understanding belongs to mind. When you experience, you cannot even express it completely. Certain things when you experience, you cannot ex- You may experience the sunrise, the golden light of the sunrise, but you cannot completely express it. Expression is the function of the mind. Experiencing is the function of the heart. You may eat a, a very delicious dish. You cannot express it completely. Completely. What is the favorite dish of Karnataka? <laughs> See, Bishibeda Bhat, if you start explaining it, how is it made, how does it taste and all that. If we go on explaining it, and with the best of the mind, best of the intellect, you explain it thoroughly for three hours. It's not equal to you are eating the Vishabhalama. Isn't it? It's not equal to it. You are studying, Masriki used to say, you are studying a volume on magnetism is totally different from your being magnetic. It is not equal to a magnet. The book does not, it can explain magnetism, but it is not, it cannot conduct magnetism, can it? So therefore mind is only meant for an analytical understanding and uh, trying to know by analyzing things. Heart synthesizes, mind analyzes. We need mind to analyze, but it doesn't help us to experience it. A child, the moment you put a drop of honey on a day's old baby's tongue, like that, it makes, isn't it? It experiences. It doesn't know that its name is honey. Does it know? We know the name, but we don't have the experience. <laughs> Many things we know by names, isn't it? All wisdom, in terms of concepts, thousands and thousands of concepts, isn't it? For thirty-six years I, am, I have been exp- expressing thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of concepts. 
for you to listen all that i have spoken in all these years if you listen day and night day and night without break it will take seven and a half years but does it give you the experience you can load your mind loading the mind doesn't help what is needed is experience experience is the the quality of the heart men with heart can experience men with mind can analyze but they they, they don't have the the luck of experience that's why intellectualism is like a paper flower it doesn't give fragrance you have to make some spray to the paper <coughs> isn't it but the spray is the heart the heart feels the fragrance the fragrance is a one thing the flower is another thing so therefore when we speak of brotherhood which is intended by december call and may call this note because i have been contemplating why did the master give may call why did the master give december call so i have realized through my own contemplations that in the clockwise direction gemini is the third sun sign and the third house in as in astrology speaks of brotherhood cobar we are all cobar the third house in astrology speaks of the cobar if we have saturn in the third house that means you don't see eye to eye with your brother cobar if we have beneficial planets the fraternity is good in between the brothers if we have other planets it's different it has to be worked out so likewise third house speaks of the cobar when you think of the universe or who are the cobar the cobar are the beings <coughs> Cobar are not necessarily born at the same time, but they are born to the same parents, isn't it? Who are Cobar? There is an elder brother, there is an younger brother. So the devas are born and later the men are born, isn't it? So we are all Cobar, we are born to the same father, mother. So the brotherhood of beings shall have to be properly understood. in the sense that you feel the the devas the planetary solar and cosmic devas as your elder brothers treat them with respect because they know more they carry better light and they treat the younger brothers the plant the mineral plant and animal as the younger brother then you have three succeeding you you are three preceding you you are the middle one the fourth one you can relate the elder brothers and help the younger brothers you can relate the elder brothers gain their strengths and serve the younger brothers and you can be affectionate to the younger brothers and respectful to the elder ones this is how the theme is in creation so therefore who is elder who is younger 
The elder is the one who carries greater measure of light, greater measure of wisdom. The younger is one who carries lesser measure of wisdom, lesser measure of light. That's how it is. That's how there is a hierarchy in the brotherhood. Amidst the brotherhood there is a hierarchy. We have the hierarchy right from the four Kumaras. They have constituted the ultimate ring before Brahman, the four Kumaras, then the seven seers. After the four Kumaras there is Narada, the cosmic mission, according to Western theology. The four Kumaras are like the four evangelists in the Western theology. After the four comes Narada, the fifth one. Then come the seven seers. Then come the other seers. Then come your own teachers. Then come those who are in the society who know more than you. We learn from those who know more than us and we we live it as an example and pass it on to those who are around us as our younger brothers. That's how the functioning of brotherhood is. The brotherhood of beings shall have to be fundamental shall have to be the fundamental quality which requires to be accomplished. That is what is intended by initiation in the month of Gemini that happens on 29th May. And in the anti-clockwise direction, again Capricorn, Pisces, Aquarius and Capricorn in the reverse direction, it is also the third month. It is the third month. So either way, the fundamental step is realization of the being, that each one of us is the being, and so also the others are. So also the others are. Every initiate says that not only I am a son of God, you too are a son of God. You are as much a son of God as I am. The difference is I know it and you are yet to know it. Krishna says this to Arjuna in the fourth chapter. I remember that I am the son of God, but you do not. That's why I know you, your previous incarnations. I know your incarnations and my incarnations because I know who I am. You do not know who you are, therefore you think that we are related to each other only in this life. We are eternally related. As beings, we are eternally related. When we remember, when we forget this dimension of the beingness and the being, the beingness is divine, the absolute. Being is the beingness in action. Beingness in potential is in action is being. So therefore, in the reverse direction it is third house, in the normal direction it is the third house. Therefore the message is brotherhood. Please see how much we can establish this brotherhood as between us. The brotherhood can be established regardless one's agreement with you or disagreement with you. Whether he agrees, whether he disagrees, cardially we are one. Because in the cardial means the 
hatili the heart in him pulses the heart in you pulses he is as much a pulsating principle as you are he built a different system with a understanding of his mind you built another system by your understanding of mind so what you build as a with the help of your mind could be different why because the three qualities in us are different from each other the ichha gnana kriya shaktis are different rajas tamas and sattva are different therefore we build different things with the help of the five elements the scaffolding is different but the core is the kamana this forms the fundamental basis for fulfillment there is no other way if you are to fulfill you should know that i am the being emerging from that that i am shall have to be constantly recollected to know that each one of is 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 a being emerging from the source and it also gives the understanding that the others are also as much as you are they are also coming from the same source we have all come from the same source that gives the understanding and that is what is called the functioning from the heart in books we find function from the heart think from the heart work from the heart all that is said <coughs> that means you have to link your mind to the heart and ensure that the heart guides the mind but not the other way the heart should guide the mind when the heart is linked to the mind then you function from a standpoint which is beyond your mind that's what is called supramental activity supramental means beyond mind functioning from beyond mind means beyond the the analysis of mind there is something else there you can feel something common between us so therefore this functioning with from hridayam gives you functioning from the being here i am the same thing masri ke very dexterously he plays with the english words he says heart means he art he art he says it is his heart his his art of dealing with the people he relates to all beings the art of relating is only through the heart the art of relating is only through heart because the art of relating with mind is artificial superficial and sometimes very diplomatic and could be diabolic we relate to each other on the basis of how much the other person is useful to us isn't it if a person is very useful to us we relate to him more if a person is not at all useful to us we don't care that's the type of the, that is mind <clears throat> but the the person who is useful to you and the person who is not useful to you 
both are beings isn't it both are beings relating to the being has nothing nothing to do with its usefulness to you nothing to do with your how does a crow help you there was a crow in the ashram of ramana maharshi it was frequently coming so slowly ramana maharshi thought this being is relating to me so let me take care of the crow as much as i take care of the other fellows who come to this ashram that is understanding and some stray dog sometimes comes and moves around this in our colony isn't it not that every dog comes here some dog by chance we think by chance and we see by when we are whenever we say it is by chance it means it is beyond our understanding isn't it it is beyond our understanding so many things happen beyond our understanding isn't it and things go beyond our head so there can be some dogs that can come into the colony and slowly relate to you is a being trying to relate to you do not throw it away do not how it away take care because it has come that's what ramana maharshi has done he has made a samadhi for the crow he made a samadhi for the dog he made a samadhi for the cow he also made a samadhi for his mother what does it mean we we think we we go and see and we praise him but we have to understand the principle those who wish to relate to you do not neglect them those who wish to relate to you do not neglect them even if they are emotional you should care for them even if they are ignorant you should care for them because it is intended by a higher plan that they shall relate to you normally what happens we try to relate to those who don't relate to us we try to relate to those who don't relate to us and we neglect those who relate to us this is how the whole life runs huh? topsy turvy it is upside down normal it is so those whom those who whom you love love some others those who love you you don't love them. this is how it is this is the paradox of creation many times i give this story coming from avadhuta gita in avadhuta gita this principle was very well explained by a story the story is there is a a king and he has a queen there is a king and he has a queen once from a distant land a, a a jeweler visited them and gave an exquisite jewel a necklace to the king uh, in the court where the queen was by his side by his side so naturally when the jeweler was jewel was given to him he gave it to his wife 
and he loved his wife. And then the wife were worried on her and she had a connection to one of the staff members of the royal court. So in their intimate connections one day she passed it on to the person who, whom she loved, whom she loved. The king is normally, the males are, they don't see what the females wear, isn't it? Unless they show and ask how it is. How do you? Normally the females, they dress up and ask, how is my sari? How is my necklace? How is my chain and all that, isn't it? So king gave it and he, he was in his kingly duties, he forgot. So he gave it to queen. Queen was wearing it. Later she passed it on to one of the staff members of the royal court who is in charge of the horses. He is in charge of the horses of the king. So that fellow, he had love for the dancer in the courtyard. In the, in the king's courtyard, there is a regular famous dancer. She always, once in a week, there is a dance program where all the royal members and the royal staff, they gather and a good dance program is given by the best of the dancers. She was a very popular dancer. So she, he gave it to the dancer. So the dancer was wearing it. And once when there is a dance program, she wore the jewel and performed the dance. When she wore the jewel and performed the dance, then the king saw the jewel. How could the jewel reach? This lady was a question for the king. He gave it to his lady out of love. She gave it to the staff in the royal court whom she loved. She gave it, he gave it to her lover who is the dancer. <coughs> and the dancer was in love with the king, so he gave it back to the king. So this kind of love prevails in life. That if someone loves you, you don't care. You love someone else. And that someone else loves someone else. And it goes in rounds and rounds and rounds and rounds. This is the worldly way of love. That's how it is said. But when it emanates from heart, it emanates equally well. It responds. The resonance is equally good when you are loved. You, ex you transmit similar love to the other. And heart has no boundaries. And the love that we speak of here is not an animal love. It is, it is not a, a love of flesh and blood. It is love of the soul. It, it transfers itself to all who relate to it. Just like the sun rays, if you relate to it, if you don't relate, he can't help us. But when you relate, he helps. So also a man who functions from the heart relates to everyone who relates to him. <coughs> relates. Once a, a sannyasi, 
came to Master K. Sanyasi means the one who wears some orange robes, wears, grows some funny hair, not necessarily realized in India. <coughs> in India we have many like that. It is a matter of escaping from responsibilities of life. Many people take, they, when they are incapable of living well, they put on orange robes and grow some extra hair, which doesn't require any effort. <coughs> to grow hair doesn't require any effort, it grows by itself. So he has, he has this, he has no inclination for effort. He's so lethargic, he puts on some kind of white robe. Orange robe and then grows and keeps moving. People think he is a saint and he is taken care of. And the less he speaks, the better it is. <laughs> because that's why most of these sannyasis, they are up to silence. Maunavrata, they call it. Why Maunavrata? Because if they take to the consecration of being silent. Why so? If they are not silent and if they speak, their ignorance will ex- express itself. Isn't it? The more you speak, how, nigru- how ignorant you are is, really, is revealed. Isn't it? So therefore they adapt to silence and people, they, they remain silent and uh, close their eyes. Then people think they are very spiritual and they, they maintain them. One such fellow once came to Master Ike. One such fellow once came to Master Ike and uh, he asked uh, Master Ike, what is it that, that Master Ike sees in him? What is it that a Master sees? The Master sees the pulsating principle and says, I see the Divine in you. But it gives a wrong communication to the other fellow. Isn't it? When, when, you, when someone says, I see the divine in you, already the other fellow feels very important about himself. Then he was a bit elated. Then the master said, I see the divine in this class. I see the divine in that wall. I see divine in this pen. I see divine in these glasses. This is my, this is my, my homework, he said. This is what I do. So I see divine in you. Then all that has, the balloon effect is now normalized. <clears throat> so the, he became silent and uh, Remained silent for a while and then he said, I will take leave. He said, before taking leave, he told the master, think of me, I will respond to you, the sannyasi. So think of me, I will respond to you. Then the master said, I think, I always think of those who think of me. I always think of those who think of me. I don't think of others. Anyway, this fellow will not think of the master. <laughs> he did not understand what it was. But that is the truth. Why I give this anecdote is 
That is the truth with the master. He sees the one in the heart. Only then he is called a master, isn't it? Not otherwise. And he said, I respond, I respond to those who see me, who relate to me, I relate to them. I don't care to relate to those who don't care to relate to me. Why should I? It's extra waste of time and waste of energy and unnecessary work. That's why the CS do not look for relating to people. They relate to the one. They relate to the one and also relate to the one when people come to them and relate to them. They don't believe true true men of wisdom do not believe in building contacts into social life. They do not believe in developing worldly contacts. They would like to develop only one contact, the contact of the soul, which pulsates, which essentially pulsates. He relates to the soul, nothing else. I speak of this only to see that we also relate to the soul as a soul. When we relate to soul as a soul, it is called functioning of the soul. Discipleship is all about functioning as souls. When you see the soul and relate to the soul, in your interaction, that, come, that becomes predominant and the soul, the pulsating, at the pulsating soul there is the divine. Isn't it? The intelligence that is behind every pulsating activity is the divine. So you are in constant networking with the divine and therefore there is a cordiality between the two, heart-to-heart -heart function. All others, all other understanding <coughs> comes later. First you relate to the soul, later you can see that this is a male, later. Later you can see it is a Spanish body or a Belgian body. Ah, this is this, this is all other things are. Secondary information, the primary identity is soul-to-soul, soul-to-soul. When we establish the soul-to-soul, then starts the real wisdom <coughs> for fulfillment. The third house, the beauty of astrology is that the third house in clockwise direction becomes the tenth house in the anti-clockwise direction. In the clockwise direction, third house is Gemini. In the anti-clockwise direction, third house is Gemini. Likewise, in the anti-clockwise direction, third house is Capricorn. But in the clockwise direction, tenth house is Capricorn. What is tenth house is third house. What is third house is tenth house. <laughs> That means you start with the third house and end up with the tenth house. What is tenth house? Tenth house is fulfillment. Astrologers, when they look to the charts, they look to this tenth house of the 
native of the chat to see how much he progresses in this life. Ten house, it shows the fulfillment in the life. Third house, the Koban. So from the spiritual standpoint, the third house is realizing the brotherhood of the beings. Realizing the brotherhood of the beings. That forms the basis to gain the experience relating to the divine in different states. All becomes divine slowly when we start relating to it. Sri Aurobindo was asked about how to contact the divine, how in life one can feel the divine. Sri Aurobindo says all life is divine. All life is divine. And all life is yoga. Maybe because he sees the divine in all. That's how it started with him in the jail, in the Alipur jail. In 1926, during the midnight hours of 22nd, early mornings of 23rd, at that time, Sri Aurobindo had the enlightenment of the seeing the divine in all, in the jailer, in the, in the constable over there at the jail, in the menial servants of the jail, in the co-prisoners, in the prison bars, everywhere he was finding. The, the beautiful pulsating principle at work. It happened to him. It happened. So thereafter it's all divine to him. So when we start working with the, when we recognize this divine principle existing in us as the pulsating principle and we'll keep relating to it, we then start the real path of discipleship, real path of discipleship, because then we relate to everyone as we should relate. Otherwise we don't relate to people as we should relate. We neglect some and we excessively respect some other. We respect, we excessively respect some people where it is not needed, that excess is not needed. And we neglect some because we don't see much usefulness. Usefulness is a commercial dimension. How one is useful to is a commercial dimension. It's not based on usefulness, it is based on the beingness of the being, that it is as much a being as you are. As much a being as you are. Love cannot be generated by studying books on love. There are so many doctrines of love and there are many books written on love. And what are you doing by reading the book on love? You are only gathering much information in the mind. It does not stimulate the heart. The heart is stimulated when you start seeing the heart of the other being. Heart means, as I said, the pulsating principle. And heart in Sanskrit means the place where you can find the divinity. That's the place where you can find the divinity. 
That's why the Upanishads say, always relate to the heart within you and to the heart that exists in the beings around you, that functions in the beings around you. This, this gives the game. That's why the Master decided upon the two-way initiation, two-way initiation. With the Gemini as the sunshine of brotherhood, Capricorn has its fulfillment in the clockwise direction. And again, in the anti-clockwise direction with the Capricorn as the, the principle of brotherhood to reach a fulfillment in Gemini. So in both houses it's all meant attempted to establish brotherhood through self-realization. And self-realization leads to fulfillment. No one is fulfilled unless he is fully realized of what he is and what is all that is around him. When he sees the functioning of divinity in varieties of ways around, and he is at harmony with every activity that is around, then such one is a fulfilled one. He is joyful with the with the events that happen on the planet. He sees everything as the play of the Divine. He sees everything as the play of the Divine. Therefore, third house is the beginning and tenth house is the conclusion for a disciple, in which there in between the third house to tenth house, you have how many months? Cancer, Leo, Virgo, Libra, Scorpio, Sagittarius, six months. By the seventh step, you are already in the seventh plane of understanding. This is how masters of wisdom, when they give initiations, <laughs> they do it in tune with time. In India, most of the initiations are given in the month of Jesta. Jesta Masa, is the month of initiations. Most of the Upanayanams are done in Jastamas. Jasta is Gemini, the sun sign Gemini. And also many other activities are initiated in Capricorn. So this is one understanding which I wish to share with you, that we have to begin the journey by relating to the heart, and the Divine that exists as the basis of the heart of every being, then you have the right, you have the right placement for experiencing. It's a placement for experiencing. You have to posit yourself in such a, in such a center where you are eligible to experience. If you posit yourself in mind, you may know things and mind can give you the knowledge, but not the experience, number one. And mind has the tendency to forget. The memory, the memory is not retained. That is why again and again wisdom is taught. For the teacher it is easy. For the teacher it is easy because he knows that things would have been forgotten, so he can happily repeat the same thing, isn't 
He is very sure that people reason with mind, they don't retain it. But what reaches the heart is retained. <clears throat> what reaches the heart is retained. What, what, is, what reaches the mind, since mind cannot, it, it has mortality. Mind has mortality, heart has immortality. The difference between the mind and heart is, heart is immortal, mind is mortal. So it forgets. Forgetfulness is death. Heart remembers, mind does not. That's why Madame Blavatsky gives two different words for the two functions. If it is, if it is heart, you carry the reminiscence. The heart has the quality of reminiscence, it, it retains it forever. The mind has the quality of the function of remembering. Remembering and recollection are the functions of the mind, while reminiscence is the function of the heart. The heart can recollect very easily, very easily. The ability of the heart is something superior. It can recollect beyond. In the life of Sridhi Sai Baba, we have examples. We have examples. When uh, a lady comes with a bag full of fruits to the to Shirdi Sai Baba, when she offers the the bag full of fruits to the Baba, to Baba, two lizards come out of the fruit bag. Two lizards. They quickly go to different directions on the, to the vase and to the roof, and immediately they meet at a point and fight with each other. We have this story in, isn't it, in Gurujaritra of Shirdi Sai Baba. Then Shirdi Sai looks at them and says, you don't love him, you don't love him. You don't love me. Then people who were there, people like us, who are very enthusiastic to progress, but we are mostly after <coughs> mysterious things, isn't it? The mystery is in the heart. Unless the heart is open, no mystery is open. So he said like that, you don't learn, you will never learn, you remain stupid. Like that he was speaking to the lizards. So then the people asked, what is it, Baba, you are speaking to the lizards and saying that you don't learn? Then Baba said, these two lizards, in their previous life, they were mother-in-law and daughter-in-law. <coughs> they were fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting, and fighting with each other, they died. They, died. they have come back now in the form of lizards. And they continue to fight. They continue to fight. So like this, how, how does he know? Because the reminiscence, the heart retains memories of incarnations. That is called reminiscence. That's what how, that's how Blavatsky distinguishes between reminiscence and remembrance. 
That's why all that we try to remember, we don't remember. Whatever is not required to be remembered, the mind remembers well. Ten years ago, ten years ago in December call, I had this bad experience, the mind remembers. Ten years ago in December call, the teaching was this, it doesn't remember. That's how the mind is. The heart remembers. You know, when you, you see this in the story of Krishna, once he enters Madhura and he looks for some uh, royal dress for him, he goes to the Dobhi ghat where the, 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 the Dobhis, the washermen were washing clothes. He looks at some clothes which are very, uh, with full of gait and uh, very fashionable. He, he just went there to wear the royal dress which is meant for the king. He asked the Dobhi to give the dress to him and to his brother Balarama. Does he require it? The, the Dobhi speaks very nasty language to Krishna. Very nasty language the Dobhi speaks to Krishna saying, You kid coming from the Karne of the cattle. You, they come from the uh, Gopal now. A cowherd boy, do you need a royal dress? How arrogant are you? And went on speaking so many unnecessary things. Then Krishna said, this fellow never learned, my brother. He never learned. I just came to see if he has improved. I have just come to see if he has really improved from earlier times. He did not. Thrash him out. So, if you do... Balrama is excellent in thrashing. <laughs> he is merciless. So, he just thrashed him out. So complete. Why did it happen? Why should he be thrashed out? It is the same Gobi who was there when the Lord was incarnated as Rama and when Lord was incarnated as Rama, it is the same Dobhi or the washerman who spoke irresponsibly about the mother Sita. But as Rama he pardoned him, isn't it? As Rama he pardoned him and sent Sita again on exile and suffered. The whole kingdom suffered because of the irresponsible tongue of this Dobhi, this washerman. It is the same fellow who is still again coming back as Gobi only with the same tongue. How do we know it? How do we know it? That's the reminiscence. That's why he says to Arjuna, My dear good friend, you don't know, you don't remember. I remember. And how did it happen with all others like Shridi Sai Baba, Ramana Maharshi, Master Sivivi, Ramakrishna Paramahamsa. Many times Ramakrishna Paramahamsa was speaking of the earlier activities of his fellow men, his followers. How could it happen? Because they have developed the art of relating to the heart. The art of relating to the heart. That should be the daily practice.
we connect to each other by the heart that is called cardial relationship cardial when you tend to be cardial slowly it unfolds the things from within because the cardial functioning is proximate to the divine the divine is functioning as the background consciousness of the cardial function the pulsating principle is backed up by the divine therefore you are very proximate to the divine as you relate to the heart and that is the beginning of discipleship beginning of discipleship is not by making mental understandings by gaining lot of mental stuff we get loaded and we behave very uh, queer we behave very funny we no more stand to be normal we no more stand to be natural because we have the the load of some concepts with us the whole activity is tending to be more natural are less than natural there is no such thing as more natural natural is natural we tend to be less unnatural as we relate to the heart we tend to be unnatural when we relate more and more with the mind because mind has in its background so many calculations before it relates it's very calculated isn't it mind is full of calculations gemini mind and mathematics they go together <laughs> it makes very fast calculations inside how useful how can i use this fellow how can i use that fellow how can i best exploit this situation look to the heart then you see what is it that we can offer what is it that we can offer that is the purpose of december call please remember that <clears throat> the master came with great inspiration you know he was all is an advanced initiate from the ashram of master jupiter master cgd was an advanced initiate of master jupiter who is considered to be shiva incarnate Adesya is no other than Shiva incarnate. Satchat Sivasura. To be an advanced initiate in his ashram is beyond our comprehension. He took to form to receive an energy which is intended to be transmitted to this planet from most high circles. He could have himself started the work of being a teacher because by birth he is a great initiate by birth but he knew what for he took to the incarnation he waited to receive the energy and as he received the energy from the most high circles which has to be daily recollected that is called the path of the master when we say master it is the brahman the brahman 
ఫస్ట్ విజిసే నమస్కారం మాస్టర్ దట్స్ ది బ్రహ్మన్ దట్ బ్రహ్మన్ టుక్ టు ఎ స్పెసిఫిక్ పాత్ అండ్ ఎక్స్ప్రెస్ ఇట్ సెల్ఫ్ త్రూ మాస్టర్ సేవీ దట్ పాత్ ఈస్ వాట్ ఈస్ కాల్డ్ ఎంపీఏ ది పాత్ ఇట్ సెల్ఫ్ హ్యాస్ టు బి రికలెక్టెడ్ ది బ్రహ్మన్ హ్యాస్ ఎక్స్ప్రెస్ దట్ దేర్ షెల్ బి స్పీడ్ టు ప్రోగ్రెస్ దేర్ షెల్ బి స్పీడ్ టు ప్రోగ్రెస్ ఆఫ్ ది బీయింగ్స్ and that speed that extra speed generated from brahman was received in the cosmic plane by one of the aswins called varuna mitra varuna are the two aswins one is in the mitra is in, exists in the supra cosmic plane and varuna exists at the cosmic plane and to varuna it is distributed if we take brahman as beyond our head varna exists at the top of the forehead and there is a flow of the energy of varna throughout the body called varuni varuni he have a name given to that in lalita sahasrama to the mother varuni madavikvala vishvadhika vedavedya vindhyachala nivasini and so on and so on so that varna of the cosmic plane has transmitted it to the dark star sirius sirius is the the teacher to entire solar system our solar system has his teacher system in sirius the father to our solar system is great bear the mother to our solar system is pleiades krithikas the father half our solar system is great bear the mother to our solar system is pleiades the teacher to our entire solar system is sirius sirius is a the constellation looks like the head of a dog that is why it is called dog star in the western hemisphere and is called serama in eastern hemisphere serma means dog and it is called cerberus in egypt cerberus all relating to the same sound serma cerberus the the cs of this hemisphere they named the dog star as the the constellation of the serma sarameya mandala that is what we call the, the the energy of that saramaya mandala or dark star is called dattatreya that's why it is said that around him there are dogs he is a, he is the teacher the cosmic teacher all teachers are supplied to the solar system from dark star from dattatreya he is a trinity in action trinity in action and even beyond so it reached saramaya mandala from there it was picked up by the intersolar system planet there is there are certain planetary energies which function in between solar systems 
within our solar system we have the planets like jupiter venus saturn mars mercury and the satellite moon and then earth sun is the center sun is not a planet sun is the center moon is a satellite and there are the other five planets and then two shades two shades called rahu and ketu they function in our solar system rahu ketu means positive node negative node positive node negative node relating to our solar system jupiter and venus relating to our solar system saturn and mars relating to our solar system that apart there are two luminaries one is moon and one is sun and then there is a neutral planet mercury so these are the nine principles functioning in the solar system but there are others which function as ambassadors between one solar system and another that's where you have uranus that's where you have neptune that's where you have pluto these are the new planets realized recently by the humans on the planet but they function for many solar systems uranus functions for five solar solar system not only our solar system so uranus picked up this energy from the dark star and transmitted it to the sun of leo there is a central sun system in leo called regulus it is transmitted to it and from that central sun the energies are brought down into our system through a comet called halley comet and that comet when it has when it is touching the when its tail is touching the earth the energies touch this planet and it it touched the planet at kumbhakona so the master was already deposited in kumbhakona he came much earlier to receive it he received the energies and distributed them so this is the path that exists in us from 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 the brahman which is above this head in the sahasrara center to varuna the cosmic consciousness from there it comes to dark star scorpio it is positive in scorpio then it reaches leo and then gets into our system to initiate people the purpose of the work is to speed up the whole activity of evolution and how can it be speeded up it can be speeded up only when the hearts are opened the speed up can for any being the evolution happens only when the heart opens not otherwise as much as the mind opens he relates he complicates himself and he remains worldly he remains mortal it has to do with the heart therefore the master received into the heart the energy was received by him in his heart it's not easy 
the energy of Uranus is an interpenetrating energy. It can penetrate through anything. Uranus today, if I kindly read the book on Uranus, the, the work that Uranus is doing in this cycle is stupendous. That kind of energy was received by the Master into his heart. And in him, the metal Uranus is stimulated in the heart. Please read the last paragraph in the book of, the book Spiritual Astrology. The last paragraph under the caption Capricorn in the book Spiritual Astrology written by Master Ike, where it is mentioned. That book itself is a dictation by Master CVV to Master Ike. There it's the Master, Master CVV reveals a secret that into his, in his heart center the, the energy of Uranus is stimulated and that is what he transmitted to the humanity at large. It enables unfolding the heart center faster. When the, when, the, when the heart is unfolded in a greater measure, man evolves faster because he's, he, he's, he gets into the path of experiencing more than the path of a mental comprehension. Once you experience, the comprehension is easy. As I said, when you have experienced visible bath, to explain it is easy. To explain the, the Karnataka dish, visible bath, when you eat it, you know what it is, then you can put it in words. But if you try to put it in words without eating it, you, you won't be able to give a complete expression. So which comes first? Experiencing comes first, expression comes later. <clears throat> Unfortunately, the modern man thinks that he has to understand before he experiences. But in the esoteric world, experience is primary, expression comes later. That's why People who experience when they express, they are fresh. The expressions are fresh. When they don't experience, they only repeat what they have gathered mentally. It's not a fresh teaching, it is a dead teaching. There is no life in it. The life comes from the heart, not from the mind. That's why each master, as he has experienced, he expresses. So every expression is a fresh expression and that nourishes the hearts of the other beings. That's how it is, the work of the heart that happens. And there is a speed added to expression, to, to this experience. That is what exactly I wish to inform as a distinct phenomena relating to the path given by Master CVV. The other day in Anantapur they asked me, what is the difference between the traditional ancient eightfold path of yoga and that of the yoga given by Master CVV? 
I simply said the difference is in speed. You are, you are speedily transformed from the heart. Heart only can conduct the alchemy, mind cannot. Therefore, opening the hearts is what is contemplated and the discipline given is to relate to the heart and, and relate to the being more than relate through mind and try to see the social status, the gender difference, the national difference, the racial difference. That's all secondary. That should be our approach. If we have this approach, the call of the Master can be better heard. The call of the Master can be better heard when we have the approach of the heart more than the approach of the mind. So may that be so with all of us. Remember the brotherhood and then the pulsating principle and then the functioning of the heart as also the stimuli we receive from the Master through prayer that enables the unfolding of the heart. And we continue the evening with the message. Thank you. Namaskar. Swasti Prajabhyaha Paripalayantam Jnayena Margena Mahim Maheshaha O Brahmane Bhyasubhamastanityam Lokasamastha Sukhino Bhavantu Lokasamastha Sukhino Bhavantu Lokasamastha Sukhino Bhavantu Om Shanti 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 Shanti